Richie, smile for Hendrix. It never, James, it never doesn't happen. No, it, it is uh, an automatic. It's a lock. Doesn't it happen to you? It's even more what of a, a lock than the than the, the push play that they're going to have. Yeah, that's right. It happens to me watching you, John. Now, I like Hendrix. Don't get me wrong. He's tremendous. But I get a particular kick out of watching you listen to him. Man, it really takes me back. There, there, was a, there was a time in my life where Jimmy was the only thing I listened to. It was like eighth grade, ninth yep. grade, all tapes. Wow. Just uh, fascinated by Jimi Hendrix and, and only Jimi Hendrix. I was I was focused like Joe to camera is on Westwick. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Hey, what did, what song did you finally choose at the end of yesterday's show? Uh, Wind cries Mary. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look at doing a few couple, of those. I, I think that there were some really good suggestions. Can you crank up La Bamba? Yeah, that'd I mean, be awesome. I'm, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see how it goes. I, I love mean, it. They man. don't always. I can't promise they'll always be good. Yeah, but we'll give I'll it a shot. Them. See what you can do. Yeah. Hey, this segment right now is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. This segment will get to uh, some Reese Hoskins stuff related to his contract and uh, and also life advice with the hammer coming up at 9.15 today. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to uh, – let's go to Chuck in Wor- uh, Worcester. What's up, Chuck? Joe, good to talk to you guys. But before I start, I need to tell you, because you know I love you, there's no H in Worcester. So we'll get to the bottom now. Well, hold on. Let's... So how do I say it? How do I, how do I say it? call it Worcester. That's up in New England. But this for is what it's worth, there's no H, H on the screen for Worcester. All right. So Worcester? No, Worcester. Worcester. We're not in Massachusetts, Jeff. Worcester. Worcester. See, this is like Cheltenham and Cheltenham. Very good. It's all right. Worcester. Worcester. Remember how long it took him to get Lancaster instead of Lancaster? Yeah. It was like two years it took him to say Lancaster. It was. Yeah, but anyway, Dario the reason Charich. I wanted to call, and Joe, let me tell you something. Yes, sir. This first two weeks, you can't get through to talk to you. Same with Angie on this last two. You couldn't get through the two weeks, so I hope it lightens up, or you better put more trunk lines on so we can uh, <laughs> talk to you a little bit. But listen, um, what I wanted to mention, and I had heard this, uh, I heard it on a national show, but now you guys might have talked it, and, you know, I don't know if John would hear it or Rhea, because Rhea is a scoop finder. What do you know about the NFL going to a neutral field playoffs in the future? Did you? I doubt any? it. Yeah, we heard about it. I doubt it'll happen. Joe, it's, it'll start, I think, a, a small demise if they pull something. Well, like here's that. the problem, Chuck. It would undermine the regular season, yes. and I believe it would make uh, the conference title games less exciting. I mean, the crowd is part of the experience, a home crowd, and a team should get honored. For going fourteen and three, or thirteen and four, or fifteen and two—that's that's part of the excitement of the regular season—is fighting for that one seed, which gives you home field advantage. The so, NFL desperately wanted to try that out though this year. If they if that was able to match up with the um, what was it, the Bills and the uh, and the Chiefs, it would have been neutral, right? It would have been, yeah, they, they desperate. They were ugly. Look, leagues have dumb make. Look, they make a lot of good decisions. Make a lot of dumb decisions. Like the NBA's talking about this in-season tournament thing, and yes. I'm like, what? Yes. I mean, I, I've heard them talk about it ten different times. I still don't understand what it is. So, like I in agree. in January, we just stopped the regular season. We have this like mini tournament, very muddled. And I'm supposed to care as a fan? Like, why do I care about that? I, I think if they went to neutral site conference title games, it would be dumb. Chuck, Let give me, me an answer. Something unique, buddy. Can I them. just ask you a quick question before I get off? Would you guys and you guys watch? Would you guys go to a Buffalo? New England playoff game in our in our city to play at the no. playoffs. 
So I don't know who I would start that. But anyway, I listen, as far as the movie, I just got on here about the – let me do it next time for you because I don't have one right now. But keep up the good work. Thank Thanks, you, Chuck. Thank Bye-bye. You. All right, buddy. Chuck, appreciate that phone call. Let's go to Joe in Mayfair right now. What's up, Joe? We're, 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 where are we playing baseball, Joe? We, are we playing it in like some uh, Field of Dreams place where we owe apologies? This is Philadelphia. <laughs> we don't need apologies here in Philadelphia. This is the most thick-skinned sports town, and you're asking a manager – who took a 22 and 2019 to be able to put uh, Wheeler in Game Six to pitch in the World Series? If it wasn't for Thompson, he would be pitching Game Six. Chuck, Joe. So here's the deal, man. I know a lot of a lot of you, John, and many other callers are coming in saying, um, like, this is weak. If he apologizes, I'm Joe. I'm not saying the apology. Seltzer's like, I'm so sorry. No, I'm not saying that. It's like, yo, let me tell you something, Zach. I messed up, man. I didn't. Tr- he didn't I, I messed didn't. Up. He. Oh, oh, he didn't mess up? No. Alvarado that... gave up the home run, and Alvarez hit a bomb. That's sports. It happened. But, but, but hold on. When, the when, concept was sound. Rob, when, 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 when the skipper came out of the dugout, did you think it was a good move or a bad move? I didn't know because nothing happened yet. No, 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 no. We know Neither. nothing. We know the future Neither. hadn't happened yet. But as a fan, you get to have a determined. I mean, listen, maybe you didn't think of it. I thought of it. Most of us thought of it and said, well, this is about a yes, but you don't know if it's a bad mistake or not because Alvarado was on fire in the second half of the season. I know he was. So, so was Wheeler. Him. Yeah, but you still no, had, you? but you still had the eighth inning, Joe. You, that that left batter, left-handed batter, was coming around again two or three innings later. This was how the sixth the, inning. You needed to get about, eleven more outs. Eleven. Joe, Joe, I'm sorry. How about the lineup apologizing to Wheeler for only scratching out one run and only getting seven hits in three games? How about those apologies? Uh, you want to keep going down the line? Yeah, apologies all around. Stuff happens, Joe. It's sports. Get some thick skin. This isn't this isn't little league. Get some thick skin. Here's what you I have to say. Here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say to you, thinking uh, it wasn't a mistake by Rob Thompson. Get some facts and come back and see me. <laughs> All right, Joe. After the fact, you can say that this isn't <laughs> this guy. God, I love it. I love it. By the way, Donovan wants to say hi. Number five will always love you. Matter of fact, number three's in the house. We talking about practice and uh, oh, the, the hammer being the hammer. Yeah, I'm I am all... like a child, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Well, hold on. That's not fair. <laughs> Seltzer's doing it. We have dueling drop boards now. That's not right. You uh-huh. guys are having too much fun in the morning. This isn't when uh, my wings and beaches. I mean, this is Philadelphia <laughs> thick skin. I mean, give yeah. me a break. The camera. All right, Joe, yeah. speaking oh, of movies, what was unique in a movie? Well, it's the only one of its kind ever. I'm due to win one of these damn things one of these times. You know, Avatar in 2009 is the only 3D movie ever created. Explain that to what? me. The only 3D it's movie? the only movie that was made in 3D ever. It was made in 3D. It was made it's not just like, current. so a lot, uh, of that post, that, a lot of that is post-production stuff for 3D. Like, they'll make a movie and then they'll make it available for 3D where you can watch it with the glasses. Avatar was made with 3D technology, so the experience of it was like way, way better than the normal just 3D type well, stuff. Well, that would be unique. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The new one stinks, by the way. Avatar 2, I walked out after an hour. Just became like the third highest grossing movie of all time. I'm telling you, look, I'll just say this. For that anyone, means I think I would like it. You might, John, but here, here's my problem with Avatar 2. Movies like this only work, you know, sort of an adventure thing. You got a little band and they're going through, you know, like Star Wars. And you got to care about the characters. The director has to make me, as the viewer, care about the characters. If I don't so care— So was there carryover that should have occurred from the first one yeah. that you aren't factoring in because there was a gap from when so, you saw that? Yeah, good good question. Here's what I'll say. Uh, probably. 
I, I, well, it's your fault. I so. thought about going Ooh. back and watching Avatar one, and I chose not to. I figured the director would sort of reestablish, like James you know, Cameron. That's a Let lot just to say, like, like, director, like no one's ever heard Give of me him. a little yeah. something. <laughs> well, like you know, in Rocky two, in Rocky two, Big Jim, Rocky two, you get in the very beginning, he loses in Rocky one. So you're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm back in it. Rocky mm-hmm. three, you get that he wins Rocky two. Rocky four, you get that he yeah, wins Rocky three. Not all directors think their uh, audiences are stupid and can't remember what happened I'm in their last saying, movie. I could have used I mean, this you 15 years ago. You need, you need it spoon fed. I need a little you need spoon fed you. Or just something that makes me. I didn't care, so I walked out. It was it was bad. All right, I'll tell you what I do care about. I care about I Reese Hoskins. Out. Care about mm. Reese Hoskins, but I also know this might be headed to a Pat Burrell situation. All right, what do I mean? Um. One year left on his deal. Quality team, quality player, flawed player, similar to Burrell in that he's a bopper, slow on the base pass, not particularly good defensively, homegrown Philly. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. If you remember, entering 08, the Phillies had Pat Burrell in the last year of his contract. He played it out. They won a World Series. They said, love you, don't love you enough to give you a big deal. Bye-bye. And Pat Burrell went to was San it, Francisco and won another World no, Series. T- yep. Tampa initially. Right, they, but they he was won another World yeah, Series. Yeah, but he, initially to Tampa. Uh, Reese has one year left on his deal. An interesting story here, John. Ken Rosenthal, a couple of days ago, this is how he starts out his article. Ken Rosenthal has been covering baseball for years. The whole deal, we all know him. He said, uh, in the wake of their surprising run in the National League title, the Phillies awarded contract extensions to President of Baseball Operations Dave Dabrowski, to General Manager Sam Fold, and Assistant GM's Ned Rice, and uh, Jorge Valendia to relievers Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado. They're also talking about an extension with right-hander Aaron Nola. Mm. But first baseman Reese Hoskins, question mark. The longest-tenured Philly after Nola, and like Nola, potential free agent at the end of the season, nothing doing. It's not a surprise, not a surprise, but it's uh, noteworthy. I would have thought maybe a smaller offer could have been dabbled out there. But I think this means they want to keep their options open. Because you know what's interesting, John? I didn't realize this until I read this in the article. Reese is the only player in the Phillies' projected lineup, you know, the main players, that is not under contract with the Phillies or club control, meaning arbitration. Wow. Through, wow. through 2025. Through 2025? Wow. 2025. Well, go through it. You know, I, but still, I would have thought. I mean, there's got to be a so relief much. pitcher. I mean, Craig Kimbrell's only on the. No, one no, year. no, no. I just said the, the Phillies' main lineup. The oh, the lineup. I'm sorry. Players. I thought you said on the team. I was no, like, no, no, what? No, no, no. Position, I got you. Position players. Eight, you know, eight main guys. So, look, I think it's a sound strategy because I don't think you want to commit to Reese now knowing that. You might need to reconfigure it if his defense proves to be a, be a bigger problem. If Bohm struggles at third, you want to move him. If you feel like maybe there's a scenario where too many right-handed batters. It's I, the I don't, Sam Hinkie word. Optionality? Yeah, it's yeah. optionality. You're but, just leaving yourself open to, yeah. to take different paths, depending flip, on how it plays out. Flip side, of course, though, is if he has a good year, it makes it harder to keep him and all that sort of stuff. Well, it doesn't feel like keeping him is part of the plan. No. And it, you know, Derek, I agree with you. Derek Hall. Yeah. Derek Hall playing pretty well this spring. That a bomb yesterday. Be helping. He did a nice job. I think he's the most underrated guy from last year. Derek Hall is going to be a huge part of this team this year. I don't know about huge, but yeah. he's going to be DHing an awful lot, especially when Bryce is unavailable. Derek Hall is going to be a big part of our everyday experience. And I'll tell you what, watching it was it two nights ago 
watching that Hicks guy over at first base made me actually appreciate Reese Hoskins as a defender. The Hicks guy as a first baseman? Man, you want to talk about immobile, <laughs> statuesque, can't move at all to save his life. It was bad. Well, yeah. I mean, look, some guys are really bad at Reese is, though, one of the worst. He's one of the – I mean, I, I do love him. I'm, I'm a big he, – he's my favorite Phil. <laughs> well, no, he's the guy that's been here the longest. Yes. I like him a lot. He's a nice – seems like a generally nice guy. He His does. wife was buying all the beers for everybody last year, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It's just um, – you know, it's he's he's flawed, and it, it's a huge spot in the World Series, obviously. All right, you know the big mess up. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Uh, but he had a lot which, of big. Which big mess? Up? Well, the there one were, there were several. The, what was it? Game, what was it? Game four. Yeah. Was it game four, James? I mean, five. You know, five with the, Hoskins. The dribbler down there. Yeah, it was game five. Five. And he also had the the at bat. You know, late too. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get some life advice with the hammer coming up in a moment, but let's close down. The 8 a.m. hour poll, John, as we get to the Twitter, the third Twitter poll question of the day. It's sponsored by Armand Chevrolet. Armand Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArmandChevy.com to see Armand Chevy's quality, certified, one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. All right, the question from last hour, it's been the same question every hour, just with different choices. Last hour's question was, um, which of these is the best use of a song in a movie? And four choices from last hour. From The Bodyguard, I Will Always Love You. Unbelievable. From Dirty Dancing. No. I've had the time of my life. From Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And from uh, The Wizard of Oz, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Man. John, what do you think won this poll? That is so tough. Uh, probably Somewhere Over the Rainbow because it's so universally loved. That is correct. And it barely won. So close, your song, wow. Joe. For our second time, for our second time today, it won just barely. Thirty-two percent. I've had the time of my life, dirty dancing, which I do believe should have won. Oh no! Listen, way. guys, no. let me let me explain why. Let me explain why. So somewhere over the rainbow, five thousand times more iconic. I mean, it's Judy Garland, it's The Wizard of Oz, it's nineteen thirty-nine. We've all seen it. I believe it's the movie that's been seen by the most Americans. I mean, how do you even get to the age of seven without having seen The Wizard of Oz? We've all seen it by the age of seven. Um, it's much more famous, but it, the, the, the deployed in the movie. I was afraid of it when I was seven. Yeah. I was afraid of the witch. It was scary. I was afraid of the witch. I was afraid of those monkey guys. Brutal. Yes, yeah, the, the monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. Brutal. Rhea, as a kid, right? Oh, the monkeys scared the you know, bejesus out of yeah. me, yes. They're brutal. They're flying through the sky and the, the whole thing. Um, Dirty Dancing was 30%. I think it should have won. I just think it was, you know, it, it was a great wrap-up. I'll just say that to the movie. Twenty-one percent for the uh, oh yeah from Ferris Bueller. Seventeen percent. I will always love you from the bodyguard. So we oh, now that's a shame. we now have the finals. <laughs> Shortchanged this hour. You can bodyguard's vote. not a big enough movie. I yeah. think is the problem. It's not. Yeah, it's not. The song is so incredible. Oh, the song. Oh, yeah, I mean the song is. If we had done the what's song. the best song, yeah. it probably win. John, I you know the it. best part about that song is that it was a Dolly Parton song, yeah. and and Whitney was furious when she recut it after it became such a huge hit. She redid it again. Dolly did. Yes. So it went from Dolly to Whitney to Dolly? Correct. Interesting. Wow, how about that? All right, Twitter poll question of the day now for the 9 o'clock hour. We have our three finalists. Which of these is the best use of a song in a movie? Here we go. This is it. Layla from Goodfellas, when you find out, like, most of the dudes have died. Uh, Don't You Forget About Me, the very end of The Breakfast Club, and Somewhere Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll give you those results by the end of the show. Let's do what we do right around this time. Every Thursday, a little life advice with the hammer.
All right, here's my first life advice for this segment. Then we'll get to the real life advice. If you think Don't You Forget About Me is a better answer for the use of a song in a movie than Unchained Melody and Ghost, then don't vote next time because you sullied our competition today. <laughs> wow. And, and I, am offen- wow. I am offended. It's still good use of a song in a movie. It's still it, very good. It, it, I, I would have voted it second to Unchained yeah. Melody. It's not like it was a, a disaster. we got a high level of excellence around here, and good is not yeah. the standard. Yeah, because these polls always go the okay. way you want them As to. Jalen Hurt says, the standard, or is it Mike Tomlin? The standard is the standard. Who says that? I thought that was Jalen. Did he get it from Tomlin? Maybe. He might have gotten it from Tomlin. I don't know. I'm getting confused. All right, let's get to a little life advice. Here's second- That's right, because Ren is due right now, Jeff. Ren is yeah. due. There you go. So, second life advice before life advice. Um, if you're going to quote someone and then quote the person, make sure you get you got it right. Because sometimes i got to say to myself, Get some facts and come back and see me. So I might have been messing up myself there. All right, James, what does someone need help with? All right. You need help with this drop board. I enjoy it. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, Matthew, we're helping Matthew out on Twitter. It's a tough one. So uh, Matthew says, Hammer, my friends and my identical twin brother went out last Saturday night, and I found out about it on Instagram on Monday, meaning plans were made and executed without me getting a heads up. How should I feel about this situation? They're my best friends, and it's my brother. Should I confront the crew as to why I was excluded? What do I do, Hammer? Listen, without knowing unique circumstances, because I don't know if they perceived that the uh, the brother wasn't going to be able to hang out. Maybe they thought he had a date. Maybe they thought he had to study for a math test. Maybe they thought he had to get up early for work the next morning. Who knows? If they didn't think any of those types of things and they just excluded him and you normally hang out with this crew of friends and your brother. Seems like that's the uh, seems implication. Seems like that's the implication. I would be disappointed if I'm this guy. It's the brother. That's a twin, man. It's yeah. I mean, that's that's, a, that's a obviously violation. he's disappointed. What do that's you do though? We I, all know he's disappointed. That's why he's asking for help. I think you go to the skipper and demand an apology. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I no, it's not an apology. I think you just say, uh, yeah. Well, what was up with that man? I would have loved to. Would have loved to hang out. What was what was going on there? Why? Why? why I don't know about guilting them like that. Maybe why'd you guys leave me out with a with a I don't know, like a don't humorous, you love me? humorous, what? uh, humor, tinge, oh, yeah. like, Hey, yeah, that's right. I mean, thanks for the invite. Nancy guys. Kerrigan. You pull Nancy Kerrigan. What's going Why? on? You're Why? disarming them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nancy Kerrigan. That's almost the same exact. Sound yeah. It Jack. is exactly, exactly the same. the same. Right. Yeah. I feel bad when I bring up the Nancy Kerrigan thing because I mean, she was clubbed. It's horrible. I mean, don't feel that bad. No, listen. <laughs> I know it's pretty she, horrible. No, that was it was an actual crime. It was yes. a crime. It was a crime. Yes. And, and we all kind of like joke around. And ruined your chance to, you know, yeah. go on and skate. Look, I, I'll say this. It, it, let me let me just think about this a little deeper. You don't have to attack this this time. I mean, you, you there is the option to not approach your brother or your friends. And just see if it happens again. But that's going to tear you up. Yeah, it will. Maybe. You, you, need to, you need to get in front of this. Maybe. Yeah. But you, you know, need I'm to a... present it, but you need to be cautious how you do that. I think that being like, hey, guys, yeah, see, had a, had a great Saturday sitting there, you know, doing nothing. Maybe. I think what Would've you do. Would have been great to go out. I don't think you approach the whole group. I think probably your brother. I would assume it's your brother. Oh, but yeah. either your brother or your best friend in that group, you go to them individually. I agree. And you say, hey, guys. like Or, hey, buddy. Like, what happened here? Well, Why was it, is, it is someone mad at me? Yeah, is I agree, this not, I think that's the move. It's not his best friend if he didn't invite him. <laughs> right. But, I mean, he's got to talk to someone in the group. Talk yeah. to your brother then. Well, like, it whatever. might be that the brother is annoyed with him and the best friend that's, knows That's it. why I said that. Because yeah. he might not. the brother and him might not get along as well as his right. other brother. Try your psychic link with your twin. 
There's got to be something to there that. There it is. All around, there I think it some is. focus. Some, some pretty, pretty. Use the force. Just try and get in his head and yeah. think what he's thinking. Pretty good advice. And there it is, life advice with apparently the whole group. Because I guess I didn't suffice right there. It's got a tough one. Yeah, no, I get it. It's, you know. All right, let's go to Chris in Ocean City. What's up, Chris? Hey, good morning, morning, Joe. Uh, y'all Hi, doing a wonderful job so far. Very seamless and uh, natural. I've really been enjoying it. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, John, I, I wanted to call yesterday, but I, I, I didn't have the time. I have a song recommendation for you. Oh, okay. And I would love you to play Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know because <laughs> wow. the bitterness and the anger that I have felt wow. when the Super Bowl is encapsulated by that song. Yep. I actually think you'd crush it. Like a, interesting. Plus, he could, he could say that line, a wine dine in a 70. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what is it, a 72 minus 3? Uh-huh. Something like that? Yeah. But, um, it's a hardcore but, yeah, song, man. Yeah. She's she's full of a lot of anger in that <laughs> Coming song. Coming right at Dave Coulier. <laughs> Poor got, Joey Gladstone. Yeah. She's got a lot of anger in that song. And it, it could be d- directed at, at Gannon, the grounds crew, the refs. I just, uh, I've not been able to recover. I thought I did, but it was like a false recovery. And uh, I realized that when I tried to start watching the Sixers, and my level of anger, like every time Tobias Harris misses a layup, has made them unwatchable to uh-huh. me. I just can't handle it right now. And sports-wise, I, I can handle, like, Philly's home run highlights, and that's about it. That wow. is where I'm at. That's wow. Sports. Fascinating. You're wounded and not uh, yeah. functioning oh, at a so. high level right now. I get nope. it, though. I, I, <laughs> do, I, I, the, the, the Tobias Harris bricked layup thing, that was really bad for uh, about a week ago where, where I was at wit's end. But he's been, you know, coming along. I guess this is what well, we kind of get with Tobias. It is. The other thing is sports is so weird. I mean, they lose, what is it, two or three nights ago with Embiid at home, mm-hmm. and they win last night, by the way, comfortably win. Oh, I could have crushed them if they wanted to. Without Embiid, yeah. Nine I mean, and four, Joe, without, without Embiid this season. Yeah, no, I mean, they win without Embiid, and it's on the road. That That's is interesting, isn't it? Pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Hmm. All right, Chris, give me a big-time answer here, man. What is a, uh, a, a something unique in a movie? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll say that that movie, The Revenant, how they filmed outside in like negative temperatures for the whole movie. Interesting. So they filmed it in cold weather. Okay, I did not know that. Makes some sense, I guess, if you want to make it real, but fair enough. 2155, I would have turned the movie down. Pay me $20 million. I'm Leo. Well, I, I got to be outside for three months. Uh, yeah, I already got $200 million. I'll turn you down. Wow. 215. Leo, Leo's an artist. Ended up being a heck of a yeah. movie. He is an artist, and it was a great movie, and it was a great performance. I'm just saying. And the bear scene. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good stuff there. Hey, coming up uh, at 9.45, time's yours and uh, phone calls throughout as we roll till 10 o'clock. Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas at that time. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Here is what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's Poker Room for great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bringing excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting. Borgata is the ultimate place to watch the March College Basketball Tournament beginning March 16th. From tip-off to the final buzzer, guaranteed seating available at BetMGM Sportsbook and Bar and more. Not sure where to go? Go to Borgata's Central Conference Center to catch all the action with free public viewing. Bet your brackets at Borgata. Visit theborgata.com for details. Hey, Joe Camry here. Look, uh, we know the deal. No one likes daylight savings, but saving money and time is what everyone likes, and it's what you'll get at United Tire. Get time savings with their friendly, fast service, and save on all the best tire brands like Michelin, Goodyear, Continental, and more. 
Hey, the United Tire Owners, if you don't know this, they are eight guys who came together a number of years ago, about 20 years ago, and they came together to create the greatest automotive experience that you can get, and they have created that, and they're always on hand for you. So schedule your appointment today at your locally United-owned tire. It can be for tires, or it can be for service, maintenance, whatever it might be. Visit unitedtire.com. That's unitedtire.com. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Brought to you by NJ Diet, second of a back-to-back for the 76ers tonight in Dallas after the Sixers rolled past the Heat 119-96, doing so without Joel Embiid, who sat or it was a precaution or really wanted to make sure he was at his best facing Luka Doncic. And by the way, Kyrie Irving, since he was traded from Brooklyn, Joel Embiid sitting out last night with a sore left foot. 40 days to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds. Contact NJDiet.com to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit NJDiet.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Chance of showers early and partly cloudy, a high of 63. It is currently 46. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. I'm telling you, John, when I hear this, and I could be wrong, but I am almost positive that this aired in a in a episode of. You guys remember the TV show Hunter? Oh God, yes. Yeah, of course. With, I, mean, I never uh, watch it, but I know his it. name. Craig T. Nelson. Fred. Oh, right. No. Fred. Like, Fred uh, Dreyer. Oh, Fred Dwyer. He was Fred, a former Dwyer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was a Chargers what defensive yeah. lineman. Craig he was Team really Nelson. tall. Too. Yeah, I was getting confused. I was taking football Coach, and football. Yeah. I loved Coach. That was a good show. They were both good With, shows. Uh, Dauber. Dauber. <laughs> yeah. The lovable Sasquatch-like well, I thought you were going to say the lovable daughter. I was a big fan of the daughter. I don't man. remember the daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I always remember the daughter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> was that come out a little weird? A little weird. <laughs> Let's specify yeah. you were young when you were watching the show. Dude, she was, she was like 20 years old. I, I, okay. was, I was like 10. Right. Okay. I was 10. She was 20. Nothing wrong with that. No, that's okay. Yeah, come on, man. Don't Maybe stick. call her the the older daughter or something. The eldest, the eldest <laughs> daughter. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Yeah, it did come out a little weird there. Uh, time's yours coming up in uh, in about ten minutes. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to uh, to T right now in Collegeville. Hi, T. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thank you for taking my call and congratulations on your advancement and your careers. Thanks, T. Thanks so much, buddy. No problem. Uh, good show as well. A uh, few things. I've got quick questions for each of you. Uh, uh, Rhea, do you still think I feel the same way about Michael Clay? Do, do I still feel the same way? No, you think I still feel, because I still, still, still think he's ass. I mean, Michael Clay getting a promotion is terrible. No, it's ridiculous. Um, no, it's, it's ridiculous. It's terrible. I brought that up to you and John Johnson one show many, many moons ago. And I still feel the same way. I'm kind of actually more ticked off about it. I'll just leave that there. Just can't believe that happened. Well, anyways, yeah. um, my question is, is, is for you, John, if you don't mind. What do you think uh, about the Desai hire and thinking that the players were back in Denard Wilson and a lot of the fan base thought yeah. that Denard Wilson was going to get the job? It was more or less a shoe in but then they brought all these candidates in 
and then they brought in the Zion. Now, I'm not against the Zion, and I don't think Bernard's a bad dude, but it has to say a lot about also Nick Gannon not hiring him and him hiring Nick Rallis. Yeah, uh, this is complicated. Uh, The fact that Nick Rallis was hired as Jonathan Gannon's defensive coordinator, I find puzzling, Uh, very young, and we were kind of unsure what to make of him when he was here because of that youth. You know, do the players really respect them the way they need to and that sort of thing. Uh, I am blown away by the the clay hiring i am blown away by the the way that the uh the offense was very clearly like in place they knew what they wanted there but it felt like the defensive side of things was a work in progress that they were sort of unsure where that would lead i know that the players love denard wilson and and that is going to be something i i don't know how big a thing but there were players who were you know Vocal Slay about and Gardner their support, Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah, and and they well, didn't go with them. And we don't know if he's even going to be on this staff. Desai is going to want to bring in his guys. I look if if I'm Sean Desai and I know that Denard Wilson was, uh, you know, a, a, a player favorite. That works to his advantage to keep him, but it also works to his disadvantage that that could get in the way if the players I'm like him say, so hey. much. Yeah, it's it's a sticky face. spot. Hey T, give me a big answer. Something unique in a movie. Real quick, Lee, Lee, heavy hand. I got a question for you. If they came out, and I don't think it's probable. I just got to ask you. Six years, two hundred eighty-two million. That's forty-seven million a year. And let's say two hundred five guaranteed. Would you be happy with that, Hertz? Uh, you have to say the numbers again. What are they? Six years, two hundred eighty-two million. Two hundred five guaranteed at forty-seven million a year. Would you be happy? With uh, probably not, but I'd have to think about it more. I got to think about that more. T, give me something unique in a movie. Okay, this is just unique on creativity and sticking to it. I just, I never seen anything like it. It was just accurate and it was awesome. It was thrilling. Also, not even a lot of words were said, but twenty-five minute opening scene and saving Private Ryan. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I thought it's an interesting answer. It, it's um the way it starts with the battle, and it was a, it was a um. It put you We'd right never in the seen middle it of it. Yes. It, you know, it was like the way that it was shot, it just felt like it was almost first person, even though it wasn't. Yes. Oh, it's easily the most real, or at least yeah. not that I've been in war. But I at least... opened a bag of M&Ms, ate one, and then never ate the rest of them because wow. it was just so punch you in the face. It was. Went, it was wow. A... I talked to someone one time who was uh, at D-Day, you know, oh, wow. U.S. soldier, and he said it was just utter chaos. He said you just shot everywhere. You say you didn't even know what you were shooting. You say you just shot. You just shot and moved. Shot and moved. Shot and oh, moved. It's, un- it's unbelievable. Let's go to Ken in South Jersey. Hi, Ken. Good morning, friends. What's up, Ken? Hey, is it just me, or are we getting a lot of calls this morning on Sports Illustrated football phones? Man, it's uh, it's been hard to hear. <laughs> Dude, I had one of those phones. You get the Sports Illustrated subscription, and they send you the phone in the mail. I remember that. It's like a football shape. Yes. Phone? And yeah. I might still have it. I, I never had one. I was kind of jealous of it, those it, who had them. They gave you a T. You, you could put the phone on yeah. a T. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick on that Saving Private Ryan, that opening scene, I, I saw that movie in the theater, and I was sitting right behind a, an older gentleman and his wife who was obviously a World War II veteran. And by the time that scene ended, he was crying like a baby into his, into his wife's shoulder. I believe so it. It was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really moving to see. Uh, Joe, in, in a... A, just a 
stellar career of taking bad positions. You are uh, you have have reached a new height with this topper needs to apologize thing. I just don't know where you're <laughs> where you're coming from with this. It's and and it's it's really amazing that you can that you can do this. But uh, you know they scored three runs in the last 27 innings of the World Series. Yep. Uh, it sh- should not everybody be apologizing to everybody at that point? Shouldn't Alvarado be sure. apologizing to to Zach Wheeler the second he walks off the mound after after he gives up the bomb that, that cost him the game? I mean, when I was watching the game and he took him out and I was in a bar with a bunch of friends because we were at an anniversary party and I said I said to my friends Wheeler's dealing he shouldn't take him out so I thought it was a mistake but. That didn't cost them the World Series. They well, got no it, it, contri- it contributed to cost them the World Series. It's it's you know the, baseball is the most unique amongst <clears throat> amongst all sports in the very very variable nuances of the game that lead to different outcomes and a ball bounces one way or the other six inches here or there. To 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 say that that the manager should go to Zach Wheeler and say, hey man, I really messed up taking you out of the game. Um, you know, maybe he should apologize to the entire. I really messed up making a lineup that got no hit two nights ago. Like it's <laughs> like you and I see it different, Ken. That's the most basic way I can put it. I, I think with a new journey up ahead and trust being part of it, and you hope it is, and connection. I we just see it very different. Are the, are the offensive players apologizing to the pitchers so they have trust that they won't let them down and get no Look, hit? Look, I the know future? I know we can play this game from now until forever. We can go in every scenario possible. I'm just telling you, he didn't trust his his best player to stay in the game, and I think it was a huge mistake. Ken, give me what was unique in a movie. I'm just going to assume Rhea hates this movie at, at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, Castaway was unique. Tom Hanks on the screen by himself for an hour and a half. It's an interesting answer. It really is. Ken, appreciate the phone call. I mean, I it's, liked it, actually. Yeah, it was a good movie. It certainly <laughs> yeah. was. All right, let's get to the Twitter poll question of the day. And this, John, as we wrap up the uh, the four uh, the three winners from earlier today, um, now in the finals, which of these is the best use of a song in a movie? Uh, the, four cho- the three choices. Layla from Goodfellas, mm-hmm. when you see that they're, Powerful. they're all dying. Yeah. Um, don't you forget about me from the breakfast club, very end of the movie. Um, iconic, iconic, no question. And certainly the most iconic of all, uh, and I'm not tipping one way or the other. I'm just saying it is the most iconic, uh, Judy Garland singing over the rainbow in the wizard of Oz. John, what do you think won the poll? Again, the question is, which of these is the best use of a song in a movie? Right. I think somewhere over the rainbow has to win this thing. It's just too big. And as you said earlier, everyone has seen it by the time they're seven. This is this It is, did not win. Really? It didn't and I don't it think it should is the movie. It's like the most it, iconic, but I don't think it should win. But I don't think it should have lost what it lost to. Okay, so the Breakfast Club yep. wins. How Breakfast about Club that? wins. Nice. The movie that it's Joe the, it's, it won bo- it's the only one that won both the, I mean, like the first poll won big time, the others were close. It's c- the clear uh people's favorite. I'm shocked. I didn't see this coming. Reed, did you see this coming? I would have voted for it. Wow. I am. Well, I, well, see, you don't like the movie. I don't, but I also, look, it's great. It's a nice wrap-up. It's all good, but. You can't say it's great if you dislike it. No, it's a good, <laughs> yeah. good, good wrap-up. Yeah, a little wrap-up. All right, coming up in uh, in one minute. One minute's time. We'll get to Time's Yours. Why not take your favorite casino action on the go with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app? Odds, slots, bets, and games all in the palm of your hand. It's Philly's favorite sportsbook and casino app and the only casino app I've recommended for over four-plus years on the air. 
The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has all your favorite casino games, including Eight, Eight Fortunes, Cleopatra Gold, Wheel of Fortune, and more. Experience roulette, baccarat, blackjack, and more, all from the comfort of home. Plus, lots of progressive slots like Divine Fortune, Imperial Wealth, and Venice Amore. Bring the excitement of the casino everywhere you go. Don't miss this limited-time offer. New users play now. Get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins. All your favorite casino games ready when you are on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You must be 21 and over and located in PA or New Jersey. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's do what we do every single day at this time. And Times Yours is sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. If this is the first time you've ever heard Times Yours, because I know we still have some new listeners to the uh, new morning show, please know you can call day or night the Times Yours number at 215-238-4500. Get anything you want off your chest, good or bad. React to games or anything in life. Best calls make it as James determines it. Let's hit it with Times Yours. I have two out of three things in common. I also thought Jessica Rabbit was a rabbit. <laughs> and I was definitely wrong about Jalen Hurts. However, at the age of 61, my chair still goes up. And I can't get it up. Mine's yours. Oh, man. I was... <laughs> my mm. chair still goes up. <laughs> <laughs> man, some people, some people just really, man, they, they cut deep. Well, I think we found out finally why Joe has some of his absurd observations on life and things like that. Uh, He's sleeping in a non-ventilated closet. What the hell, Joe? I can hear the concern in John Ritchie's voice when he goes, non-ventilated? No ventilation? What are you doing? That would explain why you just told the WIP listeners that we stink. Sleep in a room with windows, you fool. I know, it does stink, John. It's like like Harry Potter under the stairs. That's how I'm picturing your apartment. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So I got Harry Potter's uh, capabilities? No. The wizard? You've got his tiny little cramped room underneath the stairs. It is. That no one deserves to be forced to sleep in. Very small. You know what the pitch clock stops? Lollygagging. You lollygag your way down to first. No more lollygagging. Do you know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygagging. Lollygagging. I'm the play ball. Totally great. I'm yours. Howard's point about Bryce Harper was interesting, though. Or maybe it was Ben Davis, one of them. That, it was Howard. That he normally waits till after the song is, like, into it before coming to the plate. He's going to have to get up there. If he wants to touch bat to every side of the of plate, home plate. And shoe. Yeah. Like, Topper said he'll have the toughest time. That's really interesting, yeah. especially with him not getting spring training at bats. That's fascinating. Presidential hopeful. Joe to camera calling on people to not vote because he doesn't think they're smart enough. That's a bad look for you, dude. No, no, no. Not not bad look at all. I, I, I will listen, if I run for president, I don't know that I will, I hope to, in about twenty years, I will be very candid with the American people. If you're not planning on voting for me, I encourage you not to vote. Jody camera, Jody camera, Jody camera. It is now March second. Please tell me that your Christmas tree is now down. Time's worse. Still up. Needs come to come on. down. Oh my god. Hopefully this weekend. If you make a public point. About the tree still being up, and then you just let it sit? Look, I, I don't understand your, your thought process here. I'm not saying I'm proud of myself. It just, <laughs> whoever said it is what it is first got it right. It That's is a ben what it Simmons is. Simmons line. Yeah, I know it is. It's a loser expression. Yeah. And with that, we shut it down. <laughs>
loser. The Times Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. All right, to the phones with Charles and Collinswood. Hi, Charles. Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, Charles. So back in the day, I did the talent show with uh, you guys. I came into studio. I played a song on guitar. Nice. And awesome. uh, and then I made crepes for you a few years later. Oh, right. Much and, obliged. Uh, Richie, if you ever need harmonies, man, I could play bass. I could sing. I know some drummers. We could get the band back together. Ah, that is very tantalizing. And I yeah. might take you up on it. We'll be looking to do some event here. It's many events, honestly, Charles. And that's that's a road we could go down. Yeah, and I won the hundred dollar gift certificate on Howard Eskin's show for singing "Oh Holy Night" in op- operatic style uh, a few Ooh. weeks ago. So, well, very nice. You got some skills. By yes, the way, sir. that is a great song, and Josh Groban's version of it is one of the one of the great Christmas songs ever. Nice, Charles. Give me an answer here, man. What was unique in a movie? We're going to start turning to right now. Blair Witch Project found footage. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Blair Witch, it, one. it was it was unique. All right, let's go to Lisa in Spring City. Lisa, what was unique in a movie? We're moving fast. What do you got? Okay, um, The Natural, when that Robert Redford hit the the lights in the stadium. And it basically turns into fireworks? Yeah. Yes, I agree. It is unique. Now, it's a more plot twist type thing, but yes, it is unique. Chris in Florida, it's one of my two favorite movies ever. Chris, what's unique in a movie? Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, uh, I know this is not a winner, but uh, it was really cool when seeing uh, Transformers Two was played uh, at the old water plant right at the uh, the front of the Betsy Ross Bridge. Wow! And John sing sing signs by Tesla. You rock, man! Wow. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we got to arrive at a winning answer again. The the person that provided the answer will win the tickets to the Kevin James event this summer. All right, so here's the deal: we basically have two different categories, as I say it. In what was unique in a movie. We have category one, which is technological advancement that allowed for things that never happened before. And category two is otherwise. So technological advancement would be, for instance, Jurassic Park, the special effect with the dinosaurs, would be um, certainly talking in a movie from the movie Jazz Singer back in the 20s, would be CGI with Toy Story in the 90s, um, to, a certain ex- to a certain extent. Now I'm going to give you a technology would be Saving Private Ryan. But it also was more than technology. It was kind of the way it was conceived. Also, I would say half and half would be Roger Rabbit. I mean, it's the technology, the animation, but mixing it with humans was more than just using technology. It was doing it really creatively. Then you have things that are just about not technology. In Inception, Dream Within a Dream. In Schindler's List, in all the horribleness, you have the girl in the red dress. Um, in Forrest Gump, you have Forrest Gump interacting with all these people. In Which is technology history. also. It's technology, but yeah, you're right. But also just conceiving, like, let's wind a story that way. What are you guys thinking? I like the found footage idea. I think a that's lot. really good. Toy Story Toy sticks out to big. me. The jazz singer, the first talk. Yeah, I mean, that's a big answer, you know? I kind of like Roger Rabbit. I was leaning towards it's that. It's a good too. one. They used to do that yeah. stuff back in the day. Like, you know, there was like old Disney movies yeah, that had Disney. people in them with. With like cartoons. nothing like Roger Rabbit. I hadn't seen it. I mean, uh, look. Well, that's because you're sheltered. But well, yes, yeah, it's, it's I right. mean, he thought that she was a rabbit. I know. All right, so we got we got we got two votes. Roger Rabbit. Are you guys ganging up on us here, or can we go with Roger Rabbit? Uh, it's fine. We all need right. to. We're, we're done. That works. Congratulations to <laughs> Seth. Look, all these answers were great answers. Seth, you're headed to see Kevin James this summer. Everyone, have a wonderful rest.